In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. When I was a, a child, one of the things uh, we, our, my friends and I would do was we would get into arguments, it's a too strong of a word, spirited discussions about who was the smartest or who was the strongest or who was the fastest. And then it would usually devolve into some kind of contest or something or other. Who could, do, who could uh, win the, uh, the arm wrestling or who could run to the corner and back fastest. That usually, that's what the apostles arguing about who is the, the greatest among them reminds me of. That's something that is more appropriate for a, the discussion of a child than it is for the patriarchs of the new covenant. And I can't help but uh, imagine that when Jesus became aware that they were doing this, he just shook his head. And particularly after what he had been teaching them. He'd been teaching them what he must do as, a, as the Messiah. That he must go and be handed over to men and to be, and to be killed and to be raised on the third day. Now to be fair, it also says, but they did not understand the saying, and they were afraid to question him. They didn't understand it. It becomes quite easy that they didn't understand what it mean, meant for Jesus to be the Son of Man. They also didn't understand what it meant for, to follow him, that they were going to have to behave in the exact same way. And so Jesus made it even more clear to them if anyone wishes to be first, he must be the last of all and the servant of all. Now, what does that look like? Well, right up there on the cross. That is what it looks like, and that is what all of us as Christians are called to imitate in our lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.